I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to Starlight is Substance <laughs> with me, Scarlett. And I'm Mim. Oh yeah, to be honest, um, we <laughs> laugh about being back, but last time you tried to kill me with glass in my food. No, I did. <laughs> I did. Um, that it was shocker. unintentional. It was a shocker that I've made it here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this week's episode, um, kind of inspired by a TikTok that I re- recently watched, and it was on this account where they interview random women on the street. Mm-hmm. Like, I love those impromptu interviews. But this account, they Miranda only... will watch anything. It's true, I will. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's women, I think it's the streets of New York, who are like older ladies, and they talk about their life experiences, their lives, their jobs, their whatever, their impart wisdom on the younger generation, Amen, mm-hmm. I love that sort of thing. And there was one, and it was a lady, and she, um, you can tell she was a, a dresser. And she wore this, like, really cool sculptural um, kind of straw hat. And she had this shirt on and, like, her jewellery. Everything was, you can tell, she puts on an outfit. Um, And she spoke about how, she was asked about her fashion. And she said that, really, she had no choice to be interested in fashion. Her father was a tailorer. And she said that he essentially survived Nazi camps by sewing soldiers uniforms wow yeah and um her mother was a seamstress and growing up she could see an outfit in vogue in a magazine on the friday and by the sunday her mum would be like pinning up Mm. and mocking it up on her um so that she could like wear it to school or wear it out or whatever and so that drove her appreciation and love for the art of fashion and furthermore she went on to say how there's so many, so much good vintage pieces out there. There's just so much yet to discover. Her shirt was like this Victorian blouse and she was wearing um, like pieces that she'd had like 40 years. And yeah, and it was just the idea of A, the skill and the appreciation for tailoring and sewing, mm. but the lost art of it as well that I thought would be really interested to discuss. Yeah, it definitely feels like a lost art, like, and A, it used to be taught in schools, right? Yeah. Sewing used to be what girls learned in school along with like, that was part of home ec, was that you we got taught ec. food and then you got taught sewing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think it's like, it's something that it was also because needs must. People couldn't afford to maybe go buy clothes. They would make their own. Mm-hmm. It's the same, I guess, with a lot of food things. Like if you think about the pandemic, we all reverted to trying to make bread like all of that stuff and it's like we now buy things at a convenience all of that stuff whereas when we had the time we're like I'm gonna bake this and make that and I think you know back then it was like you made a lot from scratch 
you wouldn't buy whatever. And I think now, A, fast fashion clothes have become a lot more affordable. Mm -hmm. But B, I think it's like a dot, like people don't really do much with their hands anymore. Yes. Like they really, really don't. I'm somebody who I really like, you know, knitting, all of that stuff, painting, drawing. Mm. I've got the patience for it, but not many people do. Mm. And, and you're right. It's something that you should get passed down. And like, as soon as it misses a generation, if your granny's then not going to teach you, it goes. Yeah. 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 It's really important. I think you're right with the idea about we like to use our hands I'm definitely the sort of person I like that as well. But I think we had the exposure as well. I think most kids like to build and create mm-hmm. things with their own two hands. And it's whether that is nurtured yeah. from a young age and you're given the tools to pursue that craft. Um, not necessarily professionally, just as a hobby is, you know, good enough. Um, and those sorts of skills are no longer valued or they went through a long period of being like seen as second class to an mm. intellectual profession. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now that we've gone through a period of like appreciating secondhand vintage, we are ever more aware that like we throw away a lot of stuff because yes, it's easier to go out and get something new, mm. but we do not have the skill um, any more to mend things and yes it's all good and well to say you can go on youtube and you can learn it but in the world we live in where you have all your time is so it's already like planned for you mm. you already are working on really finite time the amount of dedication it takes to really get into a level where you could be making your own clothes and tailoring and all of that it's not realistic for a lot of people on mass to acquire those skills anymore. And it's a shame, I think. Yeah, it definitely is also a patience thing, I think, as well. I've had a few clothes before where it's like they've ripped a little bit or they're snagging. Mm. And there's like been days where I'm like, I'll mend it, I'll mend it. And then there are other days where I'm like, like why? I'm not going to wear this again. Yeah. But then it's also like you want to give it, if you're giving it away, you want to give it away in a decent state and all of that stuff. But mm. also I think the issue is, is the quality of our clothes. It's definitely it's all of that. It's the fact that we buy cheap clothes. So therefore the quality is not good. So they're not worth mending. Like men used to buy a shirt and they'd mend it and mend it. And, you know, like, wasn't, wasn't it that the iron on patches that then became intentional were like, because elbows used to wear out the fastest Mm -hmm. and so then like that's what like mended men's blazers and like subsequent garments Mm -hmm. and like because people were like it's still a decent jacket it's just got a hole in the elbow yeah yeah yeah. do you think it's just not worth mending our clothes now do you think that the price of our clothes now not only is it not worth us mending it because we can just buy something cheap again but our appreciation and our sense of value for our yeah. clothes has decreased because it's like it's only twenty pounds. Yeah, yeah. If it's our a clothes, throwaway thing. If our clothes were more expensive, we'd be like, oh, I just won't get this. a takeaway this week. Yeah, 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 I've, yeah. I've got to fix this. Yeah, you know, I've got to keep it. Or I, I love it so much because this is a vintage piece that I bought with, you know, like my first bit of pocket money that um, 
you know what, I, I, it was the first time I spent a significant amount of money on this thing and I have to hang on to it and I have to mend it by any means necessary. I think the proportion, you're right, the proportion of the value it is mm-hmm. and then like what that value of money means to us mm-hmm. is probably like the key thing. Like a designer handbag, I'm not going to throw it away just because it's got a mark on it. I'm mm. going to take it to however many places I can to yeah. get that mended, yeah. whatever it is. If I went and bought a 500 pound jumper and it snagged, I'm either fixing it myself or taking it to someone who can. Like mm. if I spent a lot of money on something, but like the issue also is, is that things get ruined. Like, oh God, the amount of clothes that just can't run through a wash properly, like, and all of that stuff. Yeah. And we've got used to it we've got used to it and so then like things I think we just it's a really disposable world I think if you eliminated like the high street Mm. and if the a basic t-shirt was 50 quid our attitude to money and clothes would be a lot different yeah for sure for sure like you can't go Primark and just get another one or get another 10 yeah definitely so it's it's like if things were more, I'm not an advocate for things being more mm. expensive because things are expensive as it is, like in general. But specifically, if clothes were more expensive, we'd wear them more. Yeah. We'd mend them more. Yeah. And that's essentially what we keep, like, keep people keep banging on about in order for us to be more sustainable. Like, that would drive our behavior a lot yeah. more. But, um, and also, then you'd maybe look at making your own clothes because that was the cheapest alternative whereas right now to go out buy fabric like it's long it's but it's expensive yeah and if you want decent fabric and also there aren't decent fabric shops anymore because you you have to know where to go i have been to some places but like you're either going to get a really cheap like you know what i mean like it's really difficult but if you're going to spend you're going to spend money on it and then that's gonna, and then you've got to still make it. Yeah. So you're spending probably just as much, if not more, making your gut. Whereas it didn't used to be that way, and it used to be that it was so much cheaper to do it. Yeah, but you've you've made clothes in the past. I've made clothes in the past. Um, Why don't you make anymore? Is it for the reason of like it's just it's lifestyle. more like it's lifestyle. What I what would I make now? I don't, I would maybe make occasion dresses because okay. then it's like everyday clothes is probably not worth it, but I'd maybe make occasion dresses or like, you know, where you, you you've got an idea of what you want to wear and you can't find it. Mm. But then that's like the biggest stage to be you know, like making. Yeah. You've got to be at the top or, of your game. To be, that's another thing. Like for me, I like the idea of being able to make stuff myself or at the very least men's stuff. But I, if I were to make my own clothes, I don't want it look, to look like I yeah, made yeah. my clothes. You don't want to look I like want you've it got to a look, hem. Yeah, I want it to look like mm-hmm. I bought it and it's skill. professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, me personally, some people really like that boho kind of hemp vibe. And <laughs> you know what I mean? I know I, exactly what you listen, mean. I love a bit of linen. Okay, but I want it to look like it was made yeah. in a decent way. For sure. I don't want to you be making... You don't want the buttons, like, missing each other. <laughs> I don't want to be stepping out in dungarees made out of yeah. reused 
coffee bean bags. <laughs> but it's, it's hard. It's really hard. I mean, I really, you know this, I really wanted to learn the art of tailoring. Yeah, That was something I really wanted to learn. Did I know it was a dying trade though-ish? Like, I think it's fascinating. And I love like the, how exact it's got to be. But it's, it's something that takes a really long time and it's a real skill. And I think that we're, I definitely see myself, like I run out of patience with things. There are some days where I could mend something and I could really take my time. And mm. there are other times where it's like, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to like bash it, like sit, like whatever. It's going to mm. look messy, see, like CBA. Yeah. Um, mm. And like, we're not in a patient world yeah. of waiting for things. It's like, why would I take two weeks to make a really nice dress when I can order it and it be here tomorrow? <sighs> I why? I feel the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. I we didn't have um, well, we had HE, but or I could we did pay a seamstress to do it, and it'd probably be like people would probably opt for that. I would do that. Mm-hmm. I've taken stuff to get hemmed and shortened, or like kind of taken in a bit before. Well, on a number of occasions, um, and I'm cool with that because mm-hmm. it's it's done quite quickly you can get a few garments in it'll take a week and you're like cool see you in a week and it's all done um so I do do that because I I almost think that that's something you should do anyway mm-hmm. like for me even if you your buy fit you. yeah even and if, you're a short girl <laughs> <laughs> she needs her trousers <laughs> I do I need my trousers hem. I actually recently bought um so I I actually am the sort of person that likes midi skirts and midi dresses. I've said this before. I'm a bit of an old lady. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bought some recently. You know what? I think it is getting older. Because, guys, I actually did do my big clothing clear out. I put like a hundred. Is this what you've been doing? Is this why I mean, I've done a thousand things. Oh, okay. Uh, I decided to do it all at once, okay. uh, which it was. I don't advise. But, I, yeah, I sold like a Oh, I'm, I've got like a hundred things that I sold on Vintage. Not all of them sold. Yeah, you put them up. Yeah, yeah. I've sold like thirty things. Uh, three big b- black bags to charity, like sorted. So I've done a big clear out. Oh my god! I can't remember my point. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh my god! What was it? oh mini. age? Oh, yes. Age. Anything mini went. Really? I just I can't see it for myself. Not even on holiday. A few things, but like again. There's like a few things that I have like a throw on cover up dress that would be for holiday. But there's only so many of those you can keep yeah, and is. justify. Yeah. But I think it's an age thing. I was like, I would never go. I don't want to walk around and be pulling, pulling down my skirt. I'm yeah, not about that. Same. I do not need to be pulling down my skirt. Same. I want to leave the house and know no one's going to see yeah. anything they shouldn't be seeing. <laughs> I feel the same way. But uh, I think this just came out of young <laughs> Um, but yeah, and I bought some recently. Have we had a summer? Not really. No, that but might I, not have helped either. Yeah. But I always feel like I'm going to wear them, and I I need to have take you got them. the midi denim skirt. Are you on that trend? I do like a midi denim skirt. I haven't bought any because I know I own one already somewhere in the depths of your storage unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or even at my parents' house, probably mm. something like that. So I'm not buying one because me and denim skirts aren't the best of friends. So I don't know if it's worth me spending money on that. But um, I need to get 
some skirts hemmed up so that they like fit the right correctly. Yeah. Um, and I think you can do that on, I do it on cheap stuff mm-hmm. as well, because even better if something's cheap, because then you it, didn't spend that much. If it means you wear it. Exactly. Like, and that's, I think people are scared to do that, scared to go take like Zara trousers to the tailors. And it's like, take it. Take them. Yeah. Because I've currently got a pair of trousers. I've actually got like that lying up tape to try and do it myself. But they're too long for me to wear with flats. Yeah. And do I wear heels that often? No, I don't. Yeah. I'd rather them be suitable for trainers. Sometimes it's only like a tenner to, to have I, them changed. I just, I don't know where to go. Really? No, there must be somewhere. Oh, there, 100% yeah. there is. Yeah, Dry cleaners will do it. Yeah, sure. exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, now you have lost my point. At school, mm. we did cooking. Mm-hmm. We didn't do... women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> women also belong sewing. And we Honestly, were taught that. I once got past, um, he was in finance, he was quite an unusual guy, and he had, like, his coat had lost a button, and he asked me to mend it for him. I was also the intern, but I very much felt like it was derogatory that I was fixing his coat. Were there other people you could have asked? I mean, I was the intern. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh. Like kind of a thing. But it was more like I very much felt like it's not that hard to sew a button on. Like mm. I could teach you, mm. you know. It felt, it felt very like it felt gendered. Mm. I hear you. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Um but still, like, I think that regardless whether you're a boy or girl, I think these are really useful skills. For sure. And I don't know. I also feel like in the States, I need I need a trip to the States simply to go thrifting. Yes. Because... They've got better stores for that. Yeah, they have loads. Of, Goodwills are massive. Here, we do have places where you can buy vintage, but the places that sell them know that they're, like, 
their designer vintage or mm. good quality vintage, so they price them accordingly. I just want to go somewhere where I can dig for an hour and just find little gems. Mm, that um, no one knew existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I need to go to the States simply for that because I think I would be far more inclined to buy a lot of secondhand if there were more options. Because here, it's like charity shops. Mm-mm. They're not that they're not that great. Sometimes you can like <laughs> win big, you know. Um, or you're going to places like Brick Lane in London, but it's kind of like same old same and it's not that cheap. I also don't trust that half of that's vintage anymore. <sighs> like there's yeah. there's a few stores where you're like, I think you've churned out the same jumpers or it's a bit like, like urban outfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. feels a bit like that. Yeah, yeah. I so I understand that. Um I don't think in the UK, maybe this is a gap in the market. I don't know. We always have these ideas. Mm. Um, Someone collate them. Let's trademark them all. Yeah, that like for us to truly adopt a lifestyle where we could be buying a lot of secondhand and not be like Gen Z, like those kids have a lot of time to kill, you know. I mean, don't even get me started on people who are, like, offering me £1.50 for garments. No. If it's on for, like, £5, I'm not selling it for £1.50. Also, it's a bit of a piss take because by the time whatever platform you put your Mm. clothes on, take their cut, £1.50, what is that? I think all the – I don't know how all the fees work. Um, Are you – what are you selling it on? Vinted. Oh, I don't think they have seller's fees on that. No, they they do, like, I don't know. Maybe they take it. it from the customer and not you. I think so. Or, like, it's in the post. They basically dictate the postage. So I don't know if they take it from that. Oh. So you know how, like, eBay, you could, like, say your own postage, like, some pounds. <laughs> <laughs> they do it, like, differently. So I don't know if that's where they get their commission or make their money from. Yeah, okay. But, like... That's not the way of, like you're saying, like that's not the way of finding quality clothes either because you want to like feel quality. And I think half of the reason of secondhand clothing that you're interested in is by like gems and not buying someone's old Zara t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's finding something that's like of quality and all of that. And also it's, you want to see the thing in person. Yes. Being on eBay is simply like, I know what I'm looking for. And then you put in all the search terms I can think of to generate this item. There's not much fun in that. I just want to like buy stuff because I found it, not because I need it. Yeah. And sometimes you don't know what you're looking for and you could come across something like, that's really cool. Mm. And you would never know how to search for it. But yeah, it's a real shame that um, I think that just less people tailor, less people... Like, I think less people than ever probably know how to sew on a button. Oh, I think there's very few people. I I have sewn on buttons before. There is a correct way, and I but never used to use the correct I way don't until know. I learned it in fashion. If you sew my buttons, because they're, <laughs> they're aggressively most sewn. People, like, say if there's four holes, most people will, like, just sew down into the garment. So, like, you know, you're meant mm. to create a little post for it. So if you oh. think the button... So it's lifted. It's meant to be a little bit lifted to allow, like, the fabric so that you're meant to create a little post for it. Yeah, definitely there is a correct way of doing it. And you're meant to obviously, like, keep trying to go back in the same place, whereas, like, we all just normally, like, stick it in just straight under the holes. Yeah. 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 
my my, my button sewing is just about survival <laughs> just getting it on as opposed to um i have any like rhyme or reason yeah. or skill kind of brings me on to the point of what's your view on ai will be taking all these fashion jobs and in the future we won't need designers we won't need garment workers we won't need to even learn these skills that we're talking about i think that i can foresee that happening for fast fashion Mm, okay like i think if you want to churn out and cut out like technology only works like in this type of thing with like probably like mass production okay so Mm. if you're going to program something to make something it only works if you're going to make like a thousand or whatever of them so Mm -hmm. if you're going to cut out a size medium white t-shirt you can use a robot to cut out the fabric um you can then like the machine could figure out how to do it i don't know how it does but it could Mm -hmm. um but i think it can't ever replace finesse like having been in handbag factories and things like that there is someone sat like and even i don't know how you could sew a t-shirt without there being human because you still need to line up this like the fat like fabrics minute like it's a manipulative fabric mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you can't fabric is manipulative but it's manipulative like you it's not rigid it's not like you're using paper and you can line it up to a guide fabric moves mm-hmm. and i think you need that human like I, i'm sure ai would have wonky seams like if we all made them at home mm-hmm. i think it would be really hard for it to be perfection yeah i think there is a level of like quality control that is needed by a human eye um, and especially if i'm paying a lot of money for something like like and with handbags like things get finished by hand for a reason and i just i don't know i can see it happening I think kind of like AI essentially probably does do a lot of basic design. Mm. Like I think, I think it's like, it's because in a sense we're just recreating old designs all the time when it comes to high street. But the idea with AI is that it will continue to learn based on what we input into it and based on what it makes and it will continue to like evolve. But I can never imagine a robot making a tailored jacket for a man. What if it like scans the body? For sure, it could do the measurements. Like, but you know, like you see them literally like they're chalking it. They're like, like what's it called? Is it called hatching or whatever? When they're like they padding certain bits and they're mm. like all of the stuff that like I can't imagine. And I think that they know what to do. Like, I don't know how you input a brain into a robot like that. Yeah, well, and I'm I guess not... that's the whole point of AI is that yeah. you're meant to be able to regurgitate it and teach an, a robot. But I think it's also because that's the part of fashion I love and I hope it never gets replaced by a robot. Like, yeah. I don't want a couture gown to be made by a robot. But I don't think it I is I love a... the idea of, like, women in an atelier. I don't think... It's normally always women, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't think the risk them. is to couture, though, because no. I think that the whole reason why that sphere or fashion exists is for that yeah. reason, that handmade, whatever. Um, but for sure, I think a robot could have made my jeans. Yes. I think it depends on how dexterous these robots yeah. and machines like become 
in, I think it was Valentino's last collection, they sent these models down the runway in what seemed to be jeans. And they were really these like millions of tiny crystals that were all sewn together that made it look like denim. Mm. And it's like that, how, how could a machine come up with that first off? Say, oh, let me see this yeah. and then trigger an, uh, a kind of insight into, oh, that could be denim or similar yeah, yeah, denim. Yeah. And then let's try it out. Let's let's run some tests to see if we can produce something like that on that kind of level of creativity. Um, I don't know. I still... <sighs> I don't think um, robots can be creative. You don't they think have, they have to be programmed? Have you not seen? No, but have you not seen online those like AI mashups? Me out, so no, I don't watch much AI. <laughs> it's like I'm not welcoming it into my world, and I respect it. But it's like people ask ChatGPT to, oh, can you take a Simon and Garfunkel song and mash it with like Taylor Swift? And it, but will- that's an instruction. Yes, but then it comes out with this creative lyric song and music yeah. that's like a blend. But it's more of... like you can't be like, could you replicate denim with se-? like you'd have to tell them the creative idea anyway, the robot. At the moment, yeah, but then it will get. I, to I the... don't think robots can think for themselves. Well, no, <laughs> you're not a scientist, <laughs> and they've been telling us it's coming. From I don't think they can because I... you're right. The whole idea of especially higher fashion is someone has an idea mm-hmm. and they go, I know I'm going to try this. They try a few different things and then they're like, Hey, doesn't this kind of look like denim? I was just playing around with some beads and this happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't see how a robot can be like, Hey, robot number two, check this out. Like you have to program it. And I think that then, yeah, I think you have to tell them what you want. So it's things you're not going to happen or stumble upon things yes it'll be much more intentional but then having said that we've spoken about how also i'm scared of robots so don't come find me (laughs) when you come and take over the world don't knock on my door (laughs) um we've spoken about how trends are no longer really thing in mainstream fashion the trends let's say are very fragmented depending on your social circles and your economic status and other things you will wear different brands in different ways. You might decide that trends of yesteryear are a bit more your speed and so you'll dress a bit more vintage, a bit more dated, whatever. Maybe when the robots do rise up mm-hmm. <laughs> and AI is able to kind of create and manufacture clothing for us, all of the computers, because they'll be on the same server and on the same internet access, they will start producing things in tandem and we end up wearing stuff that is collectively more cohesive. Like when you were saying, you said yourself that you think in the future we'll be wearing a uniform. No, no, no. I don't think that. That's what I got told in a lecture. You don't believe it? No. You don't? A uniform. Yeah, like, yeah, maybe. No. They thought that would have happened by now. That is true, because I'm currently watching Star Trek. That's, like, they they predicted it. Do I think, like, there are times where we're all kind of wearing, like, 
in the 90s we were we all wore jeans and a t-shirt and like in or then the 80s you wore like mum jeans and your oversized t-shirt and like Mm. there's a style and there's a vibe but I think that like are we all going to be wearing jumpsuits like we're in prison no you do love a jumpsuit though I do I really do but I don't think you will also be wearing the same jumpsuit I wouldn't mind um a jumpsuit to be honest might make my life a lot easier I agree like this week at work I wore a jumpsuit like two days in a row obviously different ones yeah and I was like it's just it's an outfit yeah the issue is the bathroom but um, maybe AI will create like a <laughs> oh my god, oh my god you, I had a I bad idea you sent me those trousers what I'm sure you sent me a video where like a woman unzipped her dungarees or jumpsuit it was a company that have like it was revamped. like festival weeing or something like that. I'm sure of it. Where she like she had a zip, a zip. No, you sent me a video and she literally like unzipped <laughs> to be able to wee. She did. The you on that video. <laughs> un- unzip. Um, I remember seeing a dungaree thing, but I thought it was with buttons. No. Oh, okay. It was, it was easy access for weeing. Was this a long time ago? This was a, like a month ago. Oh, maybe I'm just misremembering the video because, okay. I mean, yeah. Well, someone's come up with it already. So we, I guess we don't need AI. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, um, I think in general, there is a lot of um, fear mongering, especially around AI taking our jobs, all of that. I think even if they are going to take our jobs and destroy any morsel of creativity we have left, I think it is going to, it's, it's going to take a little while to mm. really see that come into play. Um, but I think there's yeah. still, there is still a market for designers for doing things by hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think this market is not threatening enough for it to be the first target for AI. You think so? It's worth like billions and billions. But there are so many jobs where like efficiency by computers yeah. would just save like time. Like, you know, like even like think of self-checkout, like all of that stuff. Mm. That like the first thing is not design. Yes, maybe manufacturing clothes, but I think design, all of that stuff, it, that's a while off. Oh, I see. I see. Well, coming from someone who likes manufacturing, like my God, you would think they're more efficient than they yeah. actually are. It's exactly. terrible. So I hope AI takes part of my job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think you're right. I think the design aspect of it, as much as we go online and people are like, look what AI has created, this Balmain mashup of Dolce & Gabbana or something. Yeah. Something random, you know. Um, Yeah, I just don't see it happening. Mm. Yeah. So anything else? No, just, just yeah. AI be kind to us. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that maybe I'll be dead by then. I, I intend to be. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Working on that. Let us know what you think of this topic. Um, handcrafted, handmade skills that kind of um, allow us to make clothes by hand instead of buying from stores. And what do you think about AI and its role within fashion. So that's no follow us on TikTok, YouTube, 
Instagram, all the places. And if you want to suggest a topic to us, you can. You can email us. Ah, see you next week. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.